Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show with me, Steve Harrison. Here we are backstage at uh, Bloodstock Festival. Uh, fourth day for some, like me, but technically the second day of the festival. And what a pleasure uh, to be talking to uh, the uh, incredibly talented uh, and virtuosic Mr. Richard Shaw. Oh, you're too Indeed. kind. Who paid you? Who paid you to say oh, that? Well, they didn't pay me much, did they? <laughs> pay me, mate. They don't need to pay me. Uh, I've uh, uh, followed elements of your work uh, around to the cradle of filth, lost Symphony, which we'll talk about in a few oh, seconds cool. as well. Uh, so, yeah, Richard Cradlerfield, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Are you all right? I am not too bad at all. So, uh, good to be back at live music festival scene and getting oh, on stage and ripping away. It feels brilliant. This is going to be our first gig in front of an audience in like 21 months, something like that. We yeah. did a live stream back in May, yeah. which was just playing to some cameramen. It was a bit weird, like a glorified dress rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> but it was brilliant and it went down well and now we've got to play in front of an audience and it was really good this morning I woke up and the tour bus went into the downstairs lounge and I could hear the <laughs> sound check in a drum kit and I was like oh I've missed that I never thought I'd miss that sound but yeah. I really had this and I was like this feels great even just knowing there's going to be some live music like, yeah, yeah. in the morning it was a great feeling so that sort of build up, to be back. that build up of anticipation excitement oh, yeah. and a, a tinge of nerves a little tinge of nerves because it is like one of those things where it's like it has been 21 months let's see if I can remember how to do this you can rehearse as much as you like but until you came in front of an audience you never know what it's really going to happen yeah yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah we're looking forward it's going to be a good show. Have you done much rehearsal then for, for this particular set together, as it were? Then have you have you managed to get together over the last sort of uh, month or so? We got together over the last two days. Oh, two days. Two days. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, uh, okay. So we did yesterday, and the day before, and that was it. We did our homework. We knew which songs we were going to play. Yeah. Rehearsed from at home. Got together uh, a couple of days ago in a rehearsal studio in London. Yeah. And just really just hashed it out. Made sure the staging and the production worked as well. But yeah. we had a music tweaking bit. As we went along as we were as well and uh, yeah it's, so we, we feel we feel good yeah. we, feel, we feel really really good about it yeah, yeah. We, we, it's always been the way in Cradle we don't feel like we need loads of rehearsal as long as we do our homework yes. and it seems to come together and gel pretty quickly yeah 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 indeed yeah looking forward to it yeah so not only sort of an experience of 20 months of not playing and it might feel a little bit new to you but uh, a, a very tenuous segue into uh, a new album being released in yes. October yes. Uh, is existence is futile it is apparently and, uh, <laughs> apparently apparently so whether it be a, a Borg related or Alistair Crowley related indeed uh, so uh, tell us a, a little bit about that and of course releasing the first single and a cracking video for that as well thank you so. thank you yeah it, it was really weird doing this album because we we planned to release it in 2020 yeah uh, yeah. We had written it before the pandemic. Like, the drums and my guitar parts were written before the pandemic. Yeah. And then, as I was like a few days towards finishing my guitar parts, lockdown in the UK was announced. Yeah. And it was like, oh, well, this is weird and new. But it's alright, in a couple of weeks we'll just pick up where we left off. Yeah. And a couple of weeks turns into a couple of months, turns into like a year and a half. Um, and then luckily when the borders opened and everything we could get our other members of the band into yeah. the country and record their parts and so we've been sat on the album for quite a while yeah. now but it never felt like the right time to release it yeah. because we, we do want to go on tour and, and tour it properly yeah. and it just kept 
getting pushed back and back and back and now it's like Dr. Paul, it's like that, we can't wait any longer. It's coming out October 22nd, let's not wait. Because we, we're already right the follow So we need to get working <laughs> on that one. Yeah. Can't just keep waiting. So uh, that's the plan now. We're very, very excited to have new music, new music video out, which then that song will be getting its live debut today. So it's all exciting in the Cradle of Filth camp. It feels like you know, like we've been caged animals yeah, yeah. or something. We're like, right now we're free. Let's yeah. get out there and do as much as we can. We're yeah. talking a bit, but I think we're not alone in that. I think that's every band under the sun yeah, around absolutely. the world. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I, yeah. because because of sort of COVID and the the lack of ability to tour, uh, not many bands have had the excuse to say, no, I can't talk to Steve because we're too busy touring. So I've spoke to loads of artists, yeah, which has been yeah. great over the last 12, 18 months, and they're all of that sort of similar mindset where there's a sense of sort of frustration at the circumstances and then still trying to make the best of it uh, and obviously the frustration of having to sort of consider about the timing of, of releases and as you say a lot of said well we had a, an album sort of uh, recorded and ready to release but we felt it's just never been the right time and everybody expected the pandemic to last for six to eight weeks and then it's like yeah, six exactly. to eight months and it's 18 months do you know what I mean so some bands have released albums during the pandemic and it didn't do as well as we could have done because we couldn't talk yeah it's like bands were like oh release that like could you yeah like could yeah. You? whereas if we'd been on tour we might have been more aware yeah and I think that was the danger was like do we release it now and even making a music video it was like we well, couldn't really make a music video until we could get the plans to align yeah of course yeah so there's just always practical things that meant it physically couldn't happen yeah and then we have to kind of time it like well, now we've got all the ingredients in place when do we release it yeah yeah I want to release it too late or too soon because what's the point in releasing it and then we can't tour it so that's what we've done on October yeah. 22nd basically as far as we dare push it yeah and was it got to the point where it was like no that's just it we're doing it then we're not waiting anymore I think just, that's it we recorded the music videos yeah that was the moment where it was like okay cool let's yeah lock it in it's going to be October 22nd at least we've got something to present the yeah. album with got the artwork finished even getting us all together in the same room to do like boat toes <laughs> yeah it right yeah yeah so it was like well that's another reason to put the album back yeah. because we're like we physically can't meet in the same room yeah it would be really weird getting a Cradle of Hope album with no pictures yeah. back you know what I mean yeah. do, do, we can't do a music video because we can't physically yeah. all be in the same room yeah things like that it's yeah. kind of difficult so that's the way it's panned out really yeah very strange way of doing it but I think we adapted well yes yeah indeed and you mentioned there you know you've already got sort of uh, what uh, is, it, is it just elements of new stuff already or is it a case of actually we're, we're sort of well in advance ready for that for We've that next a lot of stuff kind of that's bare bones was getting yeah. fleshed out yeah yeah, yeah. So we've got a good chunk of music written uh, we're still bringing fresh songs to the table and the songs yeah. that we do have are kind of being just tweaked to really yeah. work to make the best version of themselves so there's quite a few songs on the table I'm not sure if Danny's got any lyrics yet but I know he's working on stuff yeah. in the background yeah but the musical ideas are, are starting yeah, to come exactly. to the fore so because it's been by the time it comes out it's actually been four years is that a, yeah, that's yeah. a long time between Cradle albums and that was never the intention we yeah. went to release an album in 2019 yeah right okay then we had management come in who was like actually we can afford to go on tour for like another year yeah so we did that yeah. so all of 2019 we were back on tour again. brilliant for us brilliant for fans we basically did another leg of the world tour. yeah and of course that was around Cryptoriana weren't it yeah, yeah so, so yeah. we did yeah tail end of 2017 2018 was meant to be yeah it the new management came in at the end of 2018 
yeah, yeah. But we were writing during that 2019 tour. Yeah. So we, we had the songs ready to go at the end of 2019. Cool, we're going to start making an album. Early 2020. Yeah. <laughs> kind of hold the front a little bit. So it was like, well, the album's definitely not coming out in 2019 because we're going to go back to the tour. It's all right, it'll come out in 2020. <laughs> and then out of the front. So this wasn't yeah <laughs> but then you get the thing of going oh no what if the fans say it's taken them four years I know, to yeah. write this yeah. like, no we didn't yeah. it took us you know we needed yeah. that time we just sat on it for a while and I'm yeah. sorry to the fans like that to wait but it'll be worth it yeah, I yeah. promise yeah. there's a reason it had to be pushed back yeah. that which has been explained and I hope it's worth it and hopefully the follow up Yes, yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. But of course, during that time as well, uh, uh, you've been involved in a number of sort of uh, guest slots uh, with that fabulous guitar work, Lost Symphony. Nice to see you back on Chapter 3. Acceptance, what a wonderful song. Just the, And the, the violin elements, that sort of all sort of... Oh, just, yes, yes, it's just yes. I mean, how it works, when I was asked to do Chapter 1, I met Benny, one of the producers, yeah. in the Boston show. 2019, and he was like, I basically got to know him, and I was like, I really want him on this album. Yeah. And sold it to me, oh, we've got like Satchel, Steel Panther, we've got James Loomis. Do you want to be on it? I was like, this sounds incredible, yes, and it gets another side of me out that I, people don't get to see. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what kind of sold it to me. I was like, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm not going to go on tour, off the tour until like September. Yeah. I'll do it then. He was like, yes, but there's only one slot left on the album. Yeah. And it's the hardest part. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Let's see if we can do it. <laughs> I'll play for Crazy Phil. Can he handle these kind of weird times of music and all that? And I sent him a oh. solo and he was very impressed. And now I'm, he basically calls me up for a lot of stuff now, which is he just really likes my style, which is very flattering. Yeah. And then when he called me up for, they'd already completed chapter two yeah. before chapter one had come out. Yeah. So that's why I'm not chapter two. But then chapter three was like, we'll make it all for you. Um, how would you like to do a song with Molly Freeman, Nuno Bettencourt, and Alex Scott? I'll take another like, piece. Sorry, oh, what? Fantastic. Say that again. Like three of my favourite guitar players. Yeah. yeah. So you, 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 you're you, me now, aren't you? Like, no, we're deadly serious. I was like, yes, I'm happy to do it. So I'm like, playing a solo sandwich between Martin Friedman and Nuno Bettencourt, who I grew up listening to. Yeah, yeah. Like, 14-year-old me is freaking out. <laughs> so it's... Um, <laughs> really bizarre and then they asked me to do acceptance as well with Angel and Alex and uh, I think that's actually my favourite song just because those songs that's just a beautiful song it is it, yeah. they were like hey, you do something for this. for this and that's the beauty of every song they've asked me to do is it's completely different it's yeah. what kind of solo brand yeah. they want from me yeah. and uh, yeah they're great to work with very easy to go with and they're just passionate about music and yeah. just like just do what you want to do yeah do what feels right and I like that and everyone's done the same on the album yeah it's a great guitar frenzy it it is indeed yeah I do I do like the odd instrumental and I've I've had the good sort of fortune to chat uh, on a number of occasions with uh, Angel Vivaldi and when he did the tour with uh, Andy James a couple of a few years ago actually like and caught up with him in Birmingham and I do like the sort of instrumental and you're right I mean that uh, acceptance uh, what a what a wonderful song and the fact that you know that sort of uh, that the melody of the violin and then sort of complemented by um, uh, the guitar parts just fantastic and taking other pieces you say sandwich between <laughs> my friend and Nuno Betancourt <laughs> sandwich between them <laughs> still to this day it is like just a teenage dream <laughs> alongside my heroes but 
if only it happened in real life. Yeah. That's the next level. Yeah. I keep going to Benny, when are we taking this on tour? Yeah. So I can play this weird yeah. Bruno and Mario. Logistically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get all these It'd be like a G, on tour. A G7 or 8 then, won't it? Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, God, a G30 or something like that. It'd be insane trying to get all these guitar players on oh the my God, same yeah. room together, let alone yeah. do a tour. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's a yeah. lot of fun to be involved. In yeah, indeed. And of course, you he just sort of like uh, doing guest slots and guest solos on sort of other other uh, pieces of work as well, and other bands, other artists. Yeah, Is that sort of a thing yeah, for you? Yeah, other stuff like when I'm off tour, I'm always like yeah. teaching guitar. And yes, yeah, of course, yeah. Out there for just playing guitar and stuff in general, and yes, it's quite a cool collection of solos I've done out there. Yeah, on yeah. Stuff. And then some stuff is just like bands that I like. Approach me, I'm like, yeah, because I like your band, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So someone just hired to do like rhythm parts yes. and stuff like that, and it yeah. just depends what's required of me. Like yeah. That. But when it's something like Lost Symphony where they kind of make a feature of it, and, it's, and then you get to really collaborate instead of just putting a solo on. Yes. Like, right, yeah. What, what do you want me to do? How do you want me to like, get deeper into it? Oh, right, okay, yeah. And that's what I enjoy about it. It's not like just, here you go, here's a solo. It's yeah, like, it's I, already I, tracked I, out. Right, what, yeah. what do you want me to kind of convey? Absolutely. Yeah. Bring that out in the guitar solo. Yeah. As hippie trippy as that sounds. Yeah. I think it's important. It's yeah. Not just a solo. It's another part that's adding to the song. Yeah. It's not adding. It's taking away. Yeah, yeah. So I want to try and I don't I don't want to just put anything down. Yeah. And that's the thing, especially when you record anything on an album. It's like, oh my god, this is going to be around forever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't be able to play guitar anymore. I'm like, oh, Yeah, back in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. So you want to make it the best it can possibly be. <laughs> yeah, you don't indeed. Want to just put anything on the yeah, yeah. So what about that? Uh, you know, that, that the, the step into doing the, you know, a sort of a, a trilogy of the solo instrumental albums. And that sort of uh, is that is that beckoning for you? I keep thinking. That. <laughs> I really do. Do it. I've had do quite it. A few people. It was what I said. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. So like an early yes. jazz fusion seventies vibe, like Larry Carlton or yeah. you know, Frank Gambale, Chick Corea oh, sort that. of thing. Well, I don't know. I wrote that. I do. <laughs> but, um, but no, I've got kind of an idea for two different kinds. Okay. Well, when see the light of day will be remains to be seen. Because obviously, there's just other things in life that take priority, like yeah, my yeah. family, and obviously, yeah. Cradle is, is like my musical home with Cradle. Yeah. So that's the priority. Music. Yeah, indeed. So whenever time frees up, if I get some time, whenever we're on tour and things, and I yeah. start recording some ideas, and then I can flesh out those ideas when I get back. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, at the moment, it's like I've really got the time because when I am home, I'm, I'm busy being a Yeah. So, yeah. Kind of back and stuff gets pushed on the yeah. Yeah, indeed, and indeed, and a, a, a mutual friend of ours, and obviously uh, being a family man, as you say, the sort of life takes over. But uh, you know, being in one of the, uh, I'm going to say Europe's 
previously Europe's finest uh, ghost tribute. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know, I know. Yeah. Uh, because I just life like the way I moved yeah. to Kent, it didn't make sense to stay in the band. But, yeah. But yes, uh, Nick recently became a father. I did indeed, yeah. So <laughs> over the moon for him and Wendy. And just, yeah, it's nice when it's like, right, I've got other friends who are, who are dads as well. It's, yeah. it's like this, this weird little club. It's a father of Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, so uh, none of that sort of uh, tribute thing uh, maybe come back in another five or ten years when kids are older and, you know. I don't know, it's one of those weird things. Just, I would love to keep doing it. Yeah. I, I, uh, it was one of those things with Hope Stars where I lo- would have loved to keep doing it from a practical point of view. It's yeah. It's not going to work, especially with me moving away. Of course, yeah, yeah. So, uh, who knows, maybe guest slots here and there, or maybe <laughs> if they need a gig, if they're playing a gig... It, down south, and it's like yeah. tough, I can't make it. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll drop in there for one night only. And that's the beauty of that kind of band because they wear masks. Yeah. So it's like the number of times because they played, um, I think it was Thursday night. Every, they did, I, yeah, I know Nick as well. It's yeah, just yeah, hilarious. Okay. I woke up Friday morning to millions of messages going, Last night's gig was amazing, mate. I was like, Why? Who played? Yeah. And they were like, Pope Stars, you were brilliant. I haven't been in it for two years. Oh, and I was thinking, yeah, that was, do I tell them if it was really good you would just say yeah yeah thanks yeah. So I, I did a really take good the job How, if it did a bad job yeah that wasn't me mate that wasn't <laughs> me. <laughs> but no credit where credit's due that was someone else on yeah, it's yeah. good to know that they kept going and, yeah, yeah indeed really, yeah, really yeah well, indeed. that's my guitar on stage that's my I bought my guitar oh. and basically sold it to them so oh, right. I wouldn't have a need for it yeah, yeah. like a ghost signature of course, yes. yeah, yeah. there wouldn't be a need for it yeah. for me to have it really. so I was like tell you what you guys have it for whoever Fills in for me, yeah. Whoever takes the spot, so. Yeah, yeah so it's good to see. Now we, we we want to see uh, we want to see an instrumental or hear an instrumental from you. I just a final question for me on that basis. Then uh, I mean, as, as you said there, obviously having the opportunity uh, to feature on tracks with the likes of Angel Vivaldi, Alex Skolnick, Nuno Bencourt, Mike Friedman, etc. But if you were, you know, uh, and not looking for a genre that you might have your, your ideas on, but who would you like to see sort of guest if it was your album or when <laughs> when it's your album? Who would you think? Oh, I'm going to make a call to such and such who would be on yours I've got so many I don't know mine's more of a thing one of the ideas I've got is like there's an album that I don't really sing but I would like a solo album where I've got guest singers oh yeah so it would be very cool to have like a guest singer on every single song yeah Um, I've got my list all oh, right, yeah, but obviously like, you don't want to be giving it away, dear, because you'll be don't want to be holding it over your head. That's the thing. Oh, you said. You yeah. Reach out to All right, then. I've reached out to a couple who said if it happens, I'll happily do it. Fantastic. Um, but again, it's, it's time. Wait and see. We'll, we, we, yeah, it's one of those things. I will do it, and I, I I'm going to put it on my money. I will do it. It's just when the timing is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm, and I'm probably not going to be the last.
time allows. Yeah. I'll, I'll get and I think that pressure's going to build because obviously, when, you know, uh, and you know, it said it in the same breath as you say there. Alex Golnick, Martin Friedman, uh, and uh, Mr. Shaw is in there. That's weird to me. Yeah. It was weird. Yeah. To hear that out loud is odd, but you know, that was always my dream as a kid. Yeah. And I don't know. Hopefully, I'm getting there. Yeah. It's just nice to see that kind of recognition from community yeah indeed yeah yeah it's nice yeah but it's not the be all and end all yeah yeah but it's nice yeah indeed I I would be lying if I was like oh it's yeah to be expected it wasn't expected (laughs) and it's just nice when you get that kind of yeah absolutely absolutely well Richard we'll leave it there I do uh, uh, appreciate your time and uh, chat to us here on ARFM much appreciated thank you very much Uh, and have a great set Thank you. This afternoon, and uh, look forward to seeing you guys back out on the road. When, uh, yeah, the um, uh, tour dates then scheduled. Have you got anything? We've got tour dates for basically the whole of October yeah. throughout uh, the US. Yeah. Um, we're always planning stuff, but it's tentative, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, all of 2020 was booked. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like those plans just keep changing. So all I know is about the US tour throughout the whole of October is, is booked in with yeah. accounts for shows. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed I can go yeah, I got it. Yeah. You never know <laughs> in this crazy world what can go ahead and what changes at the last minute. So yeah. we're just grateful for any show we're doing right now. And yeah. I think that's the thing, with, especially with this festival, you really feel that almost appreciation, gratitude from the bands and the fans. Everybody wants it. And yeah, yeah. It's that realization where it's like we've had almost two years without live music. We're making the most of it. Yeah, you know? too right. We're not going to take it for granted anymore. Yeah, and it's a great feeling. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Richard, thanks very much for chatting. Appreciate Thank it. Very much, Steve. Cheers, man. Good stuff. Great stuff. Cheers, man. Yeah, I'm surprised about.